Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Continuing our conversation uh, to, on how the storms have, recent storms have impacted the communities and, and folks in the LCMS as well. Moving now from Kentucky to Missouri and how the storms have impacted us around the, the Missouri district. Joining us today, the Reverend Marty Haas. He's the uh, Missouri district, uh, LCMS, Missouri district assistant to the president for church worker and congregational health. Uh, Pastor Haas, thanks so much for joining us on the Coffee Hour. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Also joining us today, the Reverend Carl Gibbs from Emanuel Lutheran Church in Carrollton, Missouri. He's Assistant Director of uh, Disaster Response or uh, District Disaster Response Coordinator, the DDRC. I'll get that right eventually. <laughs> Pastor Gibbs, thanks for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. It's an honor to be with you all. Thank you. And Chris Schultz is a uh, alert Lutheran Early Response Team leader uh, and coming to us from Emanuel Wentzville. Chris, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Thanks for having me. Let's start off with uh, the areas around Missouri that have been impacted. Pastor Gibbs, would you like to share with us what uh, communities have been impacted the most by the recent tornadoes? Absolutely. Uh, As far as we have heard and where we are ministering, uh, even up to this day, it is uh, isolated in kind of the New Melly Defiance area, kind of South St. Charles uh, area. And, And Chris can speak in a moment to some of the work projects that they've been conducting there. Uh, We also had reports of damage in Southeast Missouri as well. And then even just uh, last evening uh, with the high uh, straight line winds that came through the state of Missouri, also getting reports of some minor damage in Western and Northwestern Missouri. What is some of the, the, um, the, the effects of these storms in these areas? Yeah, especially, and, and again, I'll, I'll let Chris kind of speak to some of the specifics that he has seen on the ground there in the Defiance and Augusta areas, because while I say isolated, uh, that's not at all to minimize uh, the effects that those in those specific areas have, have been dealing with. Uh, so in some areas, again, these tornadoes were so powerful. Uh, we're talking total destruction of homes, uh, significant damage, uh, to sh- excuse me, uh, sheds and outbuildings, and obviously a lot of tree damage that comes with tornadoes as well. So we're focusing on debris removal, uh, as well as our chainsaw crews going in and trimming up some of those broken limbs, uh, helping out with downed trees, that kind of thing. Chris, can you share with us where you've been out and about and, and what you've been able to see? Yes. Uh, last Sunday, we went to an area there between Defiance and Augusta on Highway F in St. Charles County. And uh, there's probably a, maybe a three-mile swath of destruction there. We, uh, when we, The first house we went to, uh, actually, there was no house. It was just a concrete foundation mm-hmm. left. And <clears throat> the sheds and the barns and everything were total destruction. A lot of the trees were either broken off or leaning and power lines down. A lot of the uh, debris is personal belongings from inside the house, houses that were destroyed. There were three houses side by side that were all destroyed. uh, And there were two fatalities in that. And one of the first things we do when we arrive is uh, to talk to, you know, the landowners, their survivors, 
and ask what their immediate needs are first. And so we go and typically pick up personal belongings and try to bring them to the to the individuals so that they can, you know, recover those type of things. And then we start assessing after that what type of help we can do. Um, certainly sawing, you know, tree limbs and stuff out of their driveways and anywhere where it's dangerous, we tackle that first and then just do anything that the landowners need help with. Pastor Haas, can you give us a, an overview of the Missouri District alert teams and the, the DDRC, the DDRC and alert teams that are active right now? Sure. Thank you. We have a structure of uh, different areas of the state uh, of the district. So we have uh, Carl that is, uh, Pastor Gibbs is actually sort of also focusing on that Northwest area of the state. Then we have, uh, Reverend Charlie Schultz, he is in the St. South St. Louis area, uh, in Imperial. And he also with Chris in that same sort of St. Louis area, they focus on those that are in the St. Louis quadrant of the state. And then down here in Southeast Missouri, we're actually building, uh, some more connections. We don't actually have alert team down here yet, uh, but we've got a training event coming up to kind of bring that up to speed. Then we also have another regional DDRC out in the Joplin area that was actually a part of uh, the cleanup in Joplin after their tornado 10 years ago. So he has firsthand experience with tornado effects uh, of this nature, of this, the nature that has come through our area that's been just massive destruction. So he's, uh, that's actually uh, Richard King. He's a member of the church there and he and his wife worked hands-on with those things. So basically we have a DDRC that is a regional person. Myself as a district worker, I also represent that person that gets the communications out. And we do that through the alert-lcms.org website and people register there. Then they actually can receive deployment information or announcements. Uh, then the different, excuse <clears throat> me, team members, like for instance, uh, Chris Schulte there, he is the one that is at Emanuel in Winsville. All those different team leaders that are around the state, around the district are usually, uh, either, you know, groups of congregations or, uh, at one congregation, then individuals sort of are attached to that team. So those teams are throughout the state and, uh, those are the ones that actually deploy to go either chainsawing, debris cleanup flooding, muck out, things like that. Uh, the individual members of the, the district then can get trained uh, in the basic alert training. And uh, those are announced through that same website. And then they will actually be able to deploy with a team. We don't, we don't self-deploy ever. And if people do want to do that, they usually uh, attach themselves to another organization that has uh, licensure or certification to be in a disaster area. But basically, you know, those are the th ways that we provide uh, senses of uh, safety, comfort, and uh, mercy sort of behaviors as Christians, but in a way that is comforting the homeowner so that they actually see, oh, those people with the little uh, orange or yellow LCMS vest on, those people are a group. So that way the homeowner and those that are affected by the, the tornadoes or damages, storm damages, then they can actually see that we're 
uh, a group and we're certified to be there. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you share with us where teams are deployed? You mentioned here in the like St. Charles Defiance area as well. Are teams being deployed anywhere else across Missouri? Uh, well, we do have a number of different teams uh, in Columbia, Kent Kunkel. Uh, he's also one of our regional DDRCs in the central area of the state uh, from Concordia, Missouri. Uh, he and Chris are very responsive uh, to a number of these things that are happening right now. So Chris and Charlie have been involved in a lot of these communications and conversations. Uh, President Hagen of our Missouri district has also been on site to visit with some of the people that have been affected as well. Is there a need for uh, more people to join these alert teams across uh, the state of Missouri? Well, I'm glad you asked that, Sarah. Yes, in fact, but there's also another effect from these storms that I've noticed, especially in my area, you know, the local Christian Lutherans around us, we have a lot of relationships down here in Southeast Missouri. You know, they have this reaction of, oh my word, holy cow, what's, uh, what do we do about that? You know, that's sort of the immediate surprise reaction. And so people want to know what to do here in the Missouri district. We have a collection of funds for some specific, uh, you know, areas that are affected down in St. Louis. We actually have St. Trinity that has been uh, affected uh, as a congregation. Uh, their roof was damaged. And so we're collecting funds for them. We also have people that are trying to get involved through the basic alert training. So they're asking for that training so they can get involved. Uh, so people want to do something and that's a main avenue of exercising that desire to be a blessing for those that have been affected at a, a great distance from them perhaps. But yeah, we do have uh, a lot of need, you know, Chris goes, Kent takes his team, Charlie and them, they're, they're all working very hard, but we do need to spread the load. So we do need people that get that basic alert training. So they can be certified to be in an area and then they know what they're doing and they feel confident. Chris, can you share with us briefly, what are some of the things that you're equipped to do as alert team? When you go through that training, what are you then equipped to do when you go out into the field? Sure. First and foremost, our, our, our first need is to uh, be able to help the landowners with virtually anything that they need. Uh, and what I mean by that is we're real flexible if we go there to do chainsawing, but they need us to move uh, debris. We we do we change gears and do that. So we're equipped with chainsaws and all the proper safety equipment to do chainsaw work. We can also do debris removal, and we have hung drywall, and we've also uh, rebuilt porches for people and ramps for their houses. So uh, we're very flexible in in, in uh, helping everyone. Pastor House, can you share with us, uh, with just about a minute left, more about upcoming uh, opportunities to to join Alert Team? Yes. Uh, like I said before, lcms-alert.org is the place where we centralize most of our communications. And that's where you see basic Alert training events that are available. We've got a couple. And, and right now, there are a lot of them that are popping up. So I definitely encourage people to go to that website, lcms-alert.org. And there they can also check different areas. Like if they're near the border of our state, they can also click on that area that is east of us where Kentucky was affected. 
and there are deployments going that uh, direction. I would encourage members of churches to make sure and touch base with their pastor and engage their pastor. Let them know that this kind of organization is happening in our area or in our state district. And then look at the, the Facebook page, Missouri district, Facebook page website. Uh, there are a lot of connection points there. Talk to your circuit visitors, make sure that they're engaged, that they're signed up, that they're getting these notifications, tell their church secretaries to get signed up. So they get notified. A lot of this stuff is happening in a very simple way. They just need to get registered there on that site and they get a lot of information. Thank you, Pastor Haas, for uh, for joining us today and sharing all of these wonder these helpful details as well. Uh, the Reverend Marty Haas, Missouri District uh, Assistant to the President for Church Worker and Congregational Health. Thanks so much for being our guest today. Thanks for interviewing us and being interested in helping those that are affected by these storms. And the Reverend Carl Gibbs of Emanuel Lutheran Church in Carrollton, Missouri. Pastor Gibbs, thanks for being our guest. Thank you very much. God's blessings to all of you. And Chris Schulte, thanks so much for uh, being our guest today on The Coffee Hour. Thank you. I appreciate you uh, inviting us. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Goldsmith. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Anywhere.